Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Thoughtful Ho. I'm your host, The Thoughtful Ho, and today I'm here with Allie. Allie will be talking about consent and how to give and revoke consent and what it looks like. So here's Allie. Hi, so uh, consent is pretty important. Consent is required. Uh, consent is consists of your boundaries and what you're willing to do with someone and what it consent is is really important because you need to be able to cons- assert your consent. Yeah, so when you're giving consent to someone, what does that look like? Well, when you're giving your consent, you need to be able to freely give your consent and enthusiastically give your consent. You need to be specific about what you're con- giving your consent to. And you need to be informed about what you are giving your consent to, uh, like, if the situation. Like, if your partner has another partner and you are not comfortable being with someone who has another partner, you need to be informed that they have another partner in case you don't want to get into a situation with someone who has another partner. Mm. Or um, your consent is also reversible, so you can reverse your consent at any time. So that's what consent really looks like. Yeah, so, like, in terms of consent, what do you say to even give consent? Like, how does that even work? Um, consent is, like, checking in with a partner, like, checking in how you're doing, what do you want to, um, asking why. So when you're with a partner, like, it can be simple as, why do you want to kiss me? And, uh, do you want to put, can I put my arm around you? Or if you're doing, uh, like, uh, getting further into like things, uh, why do you want to X Y Z me? Asking like little things like that. It doesn't have to be can we have sex. It mm-hmm. can be like little sexy things like that. Yeah. So, like when you're trying to like figure out what consent is and stuff, what are some things that are things that you should think about when you're wanting to talk to your partner about consent? When you're talking to your partner about consent, you want to think about like what worked for you in the past and what works for you now. And like really think about like what you liked in the past and how you feel about it now. And if you wanna try it again with your partner, what you're comfortable with with your partner. And just really like be open and honest with your partner because when you are able to give your partner a no, the yes means more, the yes is more important and means more to them in the future. Is consent more like a female thing? Because, like, I feel like sometimes people think, like, consent is only with females or, like, femme-presenting people. I think it is uh, commonly seen as, like, a female thing, but everybody has a right to consent. So, like, anybody who doesn't want to do something can consent or withdraw their consent to whatever they want or don't want to do. So it's like a like a contract with your partner type deal? It's not even a contract. It's just, this is what I want to do, and now I don't want to do it, so I'm revoking my consent. Just saying, oh, I'm not in the mood for this anymore. I'm feeling kind of tired. I want to stop. Let's, and then you, everything stops, which is easy as that. And you can even incorporate things like safe words into just everyday kind of situations. So like just like saying, yellow, I just want to slow down. And then either of you can slow down and check in on each other. And, like, it's both ways with each partner. Can it look different in, like, different circumstances or anything like that? Or is, like, consent, like, whatever you've said, it goes through on all platforms? Whether you're in public or at home or, like, 
does it change based on like environment? It consent really goes to like what's going on, and so like if the situation, so your consent is always your consent, but your consent can look different how you're giving it. So like if you're giving your consent, but your consent should always be enthusiastic, mm-hmm. and you always want to be able to give your consent like freely. Mm-hmm. So your consent should never be uh, like uh, like someone pressuring you. Yeah. Your consent should never be uh, just like a, okay, well, I might as well find you pressure, like, uh, I'll, I'll finally do it. It should just be, like, freely given. It shouldn't be something that you feel pressured to do. So consent should just be something, like, you should wanting to be doing. So it can look different, but it should always be enthusiastic and, and freely given. Yeah, like, I feel like when people go to, like, parties, I feel like that's always in the mainstream world of, like, oh, I went to a party, or I went to a party and my friend, this happened to my friend, or, like, I feel like in terms of that, it's kind of, like, weird and awkward, because, like, you gave consent, but now you're under the influence of something, and that person is still pressing, so it's, like, how does that person on the other end that received that consent, but now the other person that gave the consent, now they're under an influence of, like, a drug or alcohol or something. Like, is that consent still, like, given? Is it still okay? Or is it more like, now that you don't know what you're doing, I don't Um, know. Well, consent under the influence is always legal. You can never give your consent under the influence, but in today's culture, there's always going to be people having having sexual intercourse and sexual activities under the influence. And some people just straight up can't have sex without being under the influence because of their body confidence issues or other uh, other issues like that. But um, you have to, like, really check in. I never in. thought about that. Yeah, like, there's like, a lot of people who just, like, people who have body, if she, body issues, people who just can't perform. They just need to be under the influence and under the influence of alcohol or drugs to be able to have sex and they still are able to consent Mm -hmm. but they can't legally by law consent so Mm -hmm. you have to really like check in with your partner to see if they're at the same level as you and you don't want to be like having intercourse or sexual relations with someone who's way drunker or way more intoxicated than you you want to be checking in with your partner and waiting for them to get to the same level as you or get uh, more sober, wait for everything to kick in if you took any drugs before you both like engage in anything. Just like waiting for you guys to get to the, both to the same level before you like, because t- it, otherwise it's really kind of taking advantage of one person. But you don't, you also don't want to be pressuring them to get to your level by getting them higher. Yeah, like, I feel like within today's culture and stuff, like, rape culture is so popular. Yeah. Like, I hear about rape stories all the time, and it's, like, and it's no longer even from, like, strangers. It's, like, from people that you've, that you're with, like, that you're currently dating. And it's, like, for some reason, when you're with the person, it seems like, consent doesn't need to be given or like that's what it seems like to most people like oh I'm, I just want to kiss my girlfriend I just want to touch my girlfriend I want to have sex with my girlfriend like it doesn't matter that's my girlfriend and it becomes more of like a property thing and then I think that's where like rape culture like gets skewed in a sense 
sense. I think like mainstream culture really kind of puts possession of like masculine people having possession of over their feminine like partners. Mm-hmm. So that really kind of stereotypes it and like makes it the rape culture like feeds into it. Mm-hmm. So that really puts a negative view on like consent because then people are, are saying, well, why can't I just kiss my girlfriend? Why do I have to ask to have sex with her? Well, you can just say, like, is this feeling sex? Are you feeling sexy? Does this make you feel sexy? Do you want me to like go down on you? Do you want me to do this? Exactly. Like simple things like that can lead to like sexy situations and make them more fun and more playful. Yeah, when it comes to like safe sex with consent, what does that look like? Safe sex with consent is like always checking in with your partner, checking in on their, like, not only, like, do you, uh, have you, are you on any birth control, are you, uh, do you have any condom, but also do you, what your status is, so checking in if they have any sort of status, if they do have any sort of status, are they, uh, contagious at that point, mm-hmm. and deciding whether or not you want to engage with them in any sort of sexual contact. For those people listening that don't understand what status is, what is status? So status is, uh, HIV positive, but uh, status can also be if you have just a, a, any other sort of STI. So, like, if you have herpes, herpes can lie dormant for years and years and years, and you can have it and not have any flare-ups. But then, if you have a flare-up with herpes, and you're not able to have uh, any intercourse or anything with anybody until the flare-up disappears, then you're fine for whenever until the flare-up starts up again. Let's say, like, you have that consent to, like be with that person even though they have some type of status and then later on you're like let's say you do research or anything Mm -hmm. and you've given consent for that person to have sex with you later on is it okay to be like yeah I don't really like this anymore it's always okay to revoke your consent consent is always revocable if you decide you're not comfortable with it anymore then you have every right to be able to revoke your consent cool like what kind of things are like, fall under the umbrella of consent within, like, relationships or even within, like, sexual partners? Like, what falls under consent? Consent is just, like, consenting to, like, anything, really. Like, consenting to, do you want me to, um, like, both sexual things, but also, like, things you can do in the relationship, like, uh, like, taking care of each other, like... Like, do you want me to, like, do this for you? Uh, do you want me to take care of you like this? Do you want yeah. me to hold your hand? Mm-hmm. Simple things like that. Like, with my partner, when we first started dating, like, they were like, do you want me to put my arm around you? And I was like, that's not a sexual thing. That was just like, do you want me to put your arm around you? Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't sure at first. And they are like, okay, well, then no pressure. I'm not going to put my arm around you. And then after a moment, I was like, you know what? I want you to put my arm around you around me so then they put their arm around me yeah and then we like cuddled but I at first they were like okay can I put my arm around you and then I was like no I don't know and then they're like okay no yeah then we're not going to I like the fact that you said that consent can be revoked or it can be changed Mm because even with that example it's really nice to have somebody that you can kind of be like oh yeah I don't feel comfortable with this anymore Mm -hmm. so I feel like if you don't feel comfortable talking to that person about consent. Should it even be a thing with that person if you're not comfortable talking to them about it? Um, well, it depends on the situation of what sort of relationship it is. 
Like if it's uh, like a one night stand sort of a situation, you want to be able to give your consent, but if you can't talk freely with them, if you don't feel safe talking freely with them about certain situations, like if you are po uh, positive, like your status is, you have a positive status, but you're not contagious, um, you can, and you don't feel like uh, safe giving your status. Mm -hmm. You can like like not give your consent, not give tell them, and but it's not necessarily the most ethical thing. Yeah. But you can like not do that. But it's just like you have to look at the situation and look at your safety and look at what the partner is, like who the partner is and what the situation is, and like your safety, who the partner is, what your relationship will be with them long term. Yeah, like. Also, I know that you have so much knowledge about safe sex, so I feel like I want to, like, touch up and brush on that as well, mm -hmm. like, different forms of having safe sex. Mm -hmm. You're so knowledgeable when it comes to, like, consent and safe sex. I feel like everybody listening should get a little bit of that knowledge, too. Okay. Um, so, safe sex. Safe like, sex. what is safe sex? Safe sex is just uh, being protected when you have sex, and... She's being knowledgeable, so uh, always using protection, whether that's a condom, an insertive condom, dental dams, something like that, using a form of birth control. So there's lots of different forms of birth control, but just being safe so you're not spreading uh, STIs and you're not risking unwanted pregnancies. So that way everybody's safe in the situation. Uh, there's lots of different forms of birth control. Uh, the most common one you'd think of would be condoms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, condoms can come in lots of different flavors, lots of different types. You've got your flavored condoms, which you don't want to use internally. So, Why is that? Because they are sweetened and you can cause they can cause yeast infections. Oh, gosh. The thing that's, like, trying to get you safe can yeah. cause yeah. you to yeah. end up being not safe. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't put those inside of you internally. <laughs> if you are the owner of a vagina, do not put them in your vagina. But if you're using them for anal, that's totally fine. So, like, anally, like, a flavored condom mm, is? It's fine. Okay. Anally, a, a flavored condom is fine, but otherwise don't use flavored condoms internally for vaginal sex. I hear people online and stuff have that have had moments where they've used all sorts of things as protection like from saran wrap to even like balloons and just like random things like what are the things that you're not supposed to be using um well saran wrap as a condom do not use but you could use saran wrap as a dental dam Mm. So, like, if you're in a sticky situation and you need a dental dam, cut out a piece of saran wrap, put it over. Just make sure you're not flipping over your dental dam or your saran wrap because mm. that defeats the purpose. Because <laughs> I tell people, don't flip over your dental dam. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, like, that's yeah. kind of, it's weird, but people don't know that. Yeah, they don't know that. And then they don't think of that. And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, don't use the other side. Just once you've used one side. Throw it out. I've never at all even thought about flipping a dental dam over. I right. just thought, like, it's like a condom. You don't flip it inside out and rinse it out and call yeah. it a day and, like, use yeah. it again. Yeah, but I just make sure to tell people that just because some people might. Because some, some people just also ask me how to use it when they're yeah. buying it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of, like, cis hetero couples buying it find, like, ask me how to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I like how you said when you're in a pinch, you can use saran wrap by, like, cutting it out and stuff. Yeah. I've also 
heard you say really cool ways of making your very own like dental gems. So like I think that's something that would be cool to share. Um, About like cutting condoms and stuff. And oh like, yeah, you can cut a condom in half and uh, just put down the the lubricated half on the body because you don't want to be looking up the lubricate. And <laughs> unless you're into the lubricant taste, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that might be your jam. But uh, yeah, uh, then use the, de- the condom as a dental dam. Yeah, like I think it's really important that people know how to like properly like use condoms and properly know how to like give consent because I feel like people just forget like Mm -hmm. we were talking about like the whole like culture of today it's Mm -hmm. just going and going and going and like no one's actually stopping and taking the time to like realize like hey maybe this is a bad idea or like hey maybe I don't like how this feels but like how do I tell this person like I don't like this yeah I tried it once and I don't want to do that and it's Really important to kind of figure out, like, oh, yeah, this is this is something that I should be talking about to my partner. Yeah, it's really important to just be able to also be blunt when you need to be blunt mm-hmm. and just assert yourself. Yeah, and so, like, let's say you're asserting yourself and you're telling the person that you're with or that you're hooking up with, like, I don't like this. And they're like, well, you have to try it at least once to know you don't like it, like, is it okay to just be like, mm, no, and just walk away type deal? It is totally okay to be, mm, no, walk away. Because I've been in situations where it has happened to me where they're like, oh, well, I want to keep going. And I felt shitty about myself afterwards because I let them keep going. And you don't want to feel shitty about yourself afterwards. Yeah. Because you're the one who has to live with yourself in the end with it. And and you don't want to f- end up feeling shitty because you let someone do something to you that you didn't want to do. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like I've been in situations too like that. Like, I didn't think about that until you said it. Like, yeah, yeah where I'm like, okay, I guess I'm like, going with the flow here. Yeah, I, I, Don't like this at all, but I guess if they like it, I'm just going to keep going. And then later yeah. on, I'm like, I really wish I fucking said something because now yeah. I feel like super shitty and I kind of feel like a little disgusted with myself. Like, I cried. Like, I sat and like cried on like ways home from hookups because like I just felt shitty. Yep. Yeah. I can attest to that too. Yeah. Like, it's really shitty to feel like you were used and you could have spoken up, but you don't know how. Yeah. And I feel like talking about consent and stuff is really important because people don't know how to, like, give consent or how to, like, take it away or anything like that. Like, and like you said, with consent comes, like, safe sex too. So it's mm-hmm. like. And it's a lot about asserting your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And learning how to set your boundaries, too. Yeah, I just feel like so many times people put themselves in situations where they don't want to be in and they don't know how to go about saying, like, yeah, no, I really, really don't want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. So at least, like, you gave some, like, ways of, like, getting through that and stuff. So, like, safe words. What can, like, safe words sound like look like Like safe words the common safe words are like traffic lights like red yellow and green Mm -hmm. so red for just totally stop yellow for slowing down checking in like oh how are things going like or do you need to take a break do you need me to slow down how are you doing and green for everything's going good having a great time but Mm -hmm. safe words should be used in like all sorts of intercourse and like sexual encounters yeah because People think of safe words, they just think of BDSM. Oh, yeah. 
but like safe words can be used for every sort of like play because that way you're checking in with your partner all the time and that way you know like if you want to stop you can stop mm -hmm. and you don't have to feel pressured to say stop you can just say, say red and then your partner goes okay we're, we're stopping yeah one thing I do know about safe words because I don't know much I haven't really like discovered safe words or even used safe words I'm kind of just like no stop like <laughs> those are usually like my safe words but I definitely do know that safe words are not supposed to be things that you're saying during sex. Like octopus. Yeah. Like you want to you want to make wanna sure it's something, something that's like really out there. Yeah. Like and sometimes like during sex people are saying stop and no 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 and it's yeah. like keep going keep going in some circumstances. So it's like trying to say something that's like not ever going to be used in a sexual way. Yeah. It's usually something that you want to try to do as well. Yeah. Uh, but you also need uh, physical safe words, too, for some situations. Mm -hmm. So if you are in, like, a BDSM situation, uh, yeah. you need to think of uh, physical safe words. So, like, hand gestures, or if your hands are restrained, like, holding an object. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you are ready for it to stop, letting go of that object. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah. I never thought of that. I didn't think, like, oh, yeah, BDSM, gag ball. You got a gag ball in and your hands are restrained. Yeah. You hold hold on to, like, uh, hold on to like one of the extra wits you got. And mm -hmm. then as soon as that's let go onto the floor, you're, it's time to stop. Yeah. I never even, like, thought of a situation like that, but it makes so much sense. Like, you can't yeah, you can't when say anything yeah. with a gag ball in your mouth. Or if you're like tied up and you got tape over your face or something, and like, like just like a hand gesture, like mm -hmm. just like flashing your fingers or something like that. Yeah, I find that people think that like BDSM, like you said, it's the only time that a safe word should be used or like consent should be given or anything like that because of how extreme mm -hmm. it seems like it gets. Mm -hmm. But no, like it's something that should be used like. All the time. the time and it's things that you don't even think of that you're like oh yeah I should probably like use this or yeah. say this or do this and mm -hmm. it's like I never really think about that stuff except for like BDSM and even with BDSM I didn't even think about like hey if you're tied up how are you gonna tell me yeah. stop or push me off yeah, or something if you got like a but gag ball in your mouth. How are you going to say a safe word? <laughs> yeah. You, you got a gag ball in your mouth, your hands are tied up. You need to physically sh be able to show something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And consent isn't only something that can be done for like sexual encounters. I want everyone to know that it's something that can be done at all things in life and at all times in life. Like you could be at a party and you don't want to be at that party anymore. You don't feel comfortable. Like, you can you can mm -hmm. say that you want to leave, <laughs> like the Irish goodbye. Yeah, Irish is goodbye. It's like just, just dip out and don't even say bye. Just peace out. Yeah, but if you're Where not comfortable, if you're not comfortable saying goodbye to everyone because they're gonna pressure you to stay, just make that Irish goodbye and disappear into the night, and then send your friends a text saying I'm home safe. Yep, because like I feel that sometimes people forget about that, like. Yeah. Yeah, I said, like, I wanted to go, but now I don't feel comfortable. Like, you can say that you don't feel comfortable and you can leave. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay just because you're there. If you don't feel comfortable, leave. Yeah. You don't want to be there? Get go home. Get yourself out of the situation. Get out of that situation yeah. as quickly as possible. So, like, 
when it comes to like males or male presenting people, I think that like consent is sometimes overlooked. Like we talked about it being more of a female thing, right? Mm-hmm. But like when men are giving consent, is that something that shouldn't be overlooked as well? Like, because I feel like consent yeah. is consent, right? No yeah. matter what yeah, gender. Um, like, femme people have to, and like all people need to be like asking each other. Mm-hmm. Like, in like, like hetero relationships, you should be asking your male presenting partner the same things. Like, like, do you like this? Like, is this sexy? Yeah, I don't like, think it's taboo to ask. Like, <laughs> do you think this is sexy? Like, stuff like that. And, like, it's it makes it more fun and more playful. And, like, people feel sexier when you're actually checking in with them. And then they feel like they're being heard, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like checking in is really important. And through life, I find that I don't even sometimes check in, like, Sometimes I'm just, like, doing my own thing, and then I realize that, like, my partner's just, like, really not into it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if they're not saying anything, am I continuing? Am I doing... Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, at that moment, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on with you. Like, but I guess, like, checking in is pretty important when it comes mm-hmm. to consent, too. Like, just making sure that that person feels comfortable and is still sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they still are enjoying what's happening to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, like, what's the point of doing anything if you don't feel comfortable yeah. with it? You want to be able to have a good time when you're doing it. So if you're not comfortable, you're not having a good time. Yeah, like, we all need to have good times. We all need to have sex fun times. Yeah. So, for the people listening, how can they contact you if they're like, hey, I love what Allie was talking about and I really want to, like, get to know her more, like, get in contact with her. I have a couple questions of my own, or I've been in a situation and is this X, Y, and Z. Like, how do they uh, get in contact? Contact me on my Instagram, uh, alisaurus.r. Want to spell it out uh, for us? Actually, uh, you know something? Like, we'll also have it at the bottom, but yeah. just for those people that are listening uh, and can't really type it out right now. Yeah, my Instagram, I don't even know how to spell it. Let me pull it up. I can't remember off the top of my head. A-L-I-S-A-U-R-U-S period R. Yay! So that's Lady Allie right there. So thanks for listening. If you guys have any questions, I'm sure Allie is happy and willing to answer them. So hit her up. DM her. Just don't be DMing any like dick pics or anything like that. No, I don't think not. you <laughs> I don't think you want to see those. But uh yeah, just hit her up and like I'll have all her contact at the bottom of this podcast. So yeah. For now, everybody take care, stay safe, and remember consent is required. And that's all for today. Thoughtfully yours, the thoughtful hope.